a fascinating classic Rashi Sicha, where we're going to uh, analyze, dissect the Rashi word for word, and introduce a whole new understanding with a powerful lesson. As a matter of fact, one of the unique things here is that it is something that Rashi does not say that actually leads to the uh, to the beautiful explanation that this Sicha has to offer. So, the discussion of today is about the mitzvahs of Leket and Peya and other such mitzvahs that are mentioned in Parshas Emoir, actually in the middle, right in the middle of the Parshas Hamoyadis. Parshas Emoir has a section that speaks about the Yom Tev and Pesach, the Karban Oimer, Shavuos, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and right in the middle, it talks about the mitzvah of Leket and Peya. Uh, and the question becomes that we already just last week in Parshas Kedoshim, we already spoke about the mitzvah. Over there is Leket and Peya and Peret, Peret Karmecha and Eulalois, which are grape-related mitzvahs to, to, to leave in the field. So the Mepharshim discuss, and Nashi discusses, why is this mitzvah, or these mitzvahs mentioned twice. In the parshas Hamayadis, the parshas say no nach dem, but the Torah zokt ondeg in karbonis un yamtiv and shvuos. After the Torah tells us about the karbonis and the yamtiv of shvuos, shteitin pasuk the pasuk says, "Uvekutzrechem es kitzir artzechem lois sechale paas sada bekutzrecha veleket kitzrecha lois lakid." When you harvest the field, you shall not finish the corner when harvesting, and you should not collect the individual stalks that fall. So the Mepharshim address this question, why does the Torah command about the mitzvahs of Leket and Peya, specifically while discussing the Mayadais, the Yamim Tevim? The Reven Aleph, the Reven Ezer Zokt, V'tam lahaskir v'kutzur chemes k'tzir artzachem pam sheinis. The reason that it mentions this mitzvah a second time, ba'avur ki chag shvuos b'kurek tzichitim, because yamtiv is shvuos is the yamtiv of the harvest. It's known as chag hakatzir. Hizir shalei tishkach mashetzivisicha lastes b'yamayim. So the Torah is just reminding you, it's cautioning you not to forget that which has been commanded with regards to that time period. Since during the time of Katsir, the time of harvest, you have to uh, do these mitzvahs. And we were just talking about Shavuos, which is the time of Katsir, the time of harvest. So the Torah is reminding you to take care of these mitzvahs. Based the Ramban is Mazbeth, the Ramban has a different explanation. In the beginning of this parasha, it speaks about the, the, here it says, it's referring back to the beginning of this parasha, where it was talking about the carbon ha'omer, where uh, you have to cut down the field to, to bring the omer. So therefore he says, You should not finish cutting the corner. Which is of the field which is being harvested for the Aymer. And nor should you collect the fallen stalks. The mitzvah of Aymer should not uh, overpower 
the mitzvahs of Leket and Peah. Brothers, I might think that because I'm cutting down the Omer for Hashem, so I should take all of it for Hashem. I shouldn't leave even the Leket or the Peah. So therefore he tells me, no, yeah, even if you, even if the field is being used for Hashem, you still have to leave the Leket and the Peah. Gimel Keinz is again under the Mefarshim. There are other Mefarshim that say something similar to the Ramban. As the Teiru Kundavarin as Echdi Sadim as Mahatvani to give Rachdim Omer is Mechuyim and Peyav Leket. That the Teiru is telling us that even the field from which you took the Omer is also you're also obligated to give Leket and Peyav from it. Varum as Volt given as Varet to Zagin as a Yisus Mati Bereishis Kesichem from this the Sad give Rachdim Karban Lashem. I would think I might think that because I already brought from this field. I already fulfilled the mitzvah with the harvest of this field. The mitzvah of the Oimer. I would think that I don't have to do other mitzvahs because I already did my mitzvah. It's almost to say I already elevated the field. I already used this field for Hashem. So I don't have to do more mitzvahs with this field. So therefore, the Pasuk tells me, no, you have to bring Leket and Peah also. So it's very similar to the Ramban. The Ramban, the Ramban is saying that I would think that I should use the whole field for Hashem, and I therefore I don't have to leave like a, a payah and leket. The, uh, the other Mepharshim say, I would think that I already uh, uh, paid my dues uh, uh, from this field, and therefore I don't need to bring payah and leket. Either way, the potato is reminding us that I'm obligated to bring payah and leket. The Fiza, based on this, that we have other Mepharshim that give these uh, uh, explanations uh, to this question of why is... The, uh, the this these why are these mitzvahs mentioned here in Parshas Amayadus? We have to understand why Rashi does not uh, use either any of these explanations and brings in a drasha from Teras Kiyanim. Amar Rabbi Avardimas, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Avardimas, son of Rabbi Yosi, says, Why does the pasuk place these mitzvahs in the middle of the discussion of the festivals? Pesach v'atzeres mikan. Beforehand, we just discussed Pesach and Shavuos. Rosh Hashanah v'yemekpurim v'chad mikan. And right afterwards, we're going to discuss Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and Sukkot. So why is it right here, smack in the middle? The lamdecha. So and he answers, it's to teach you. That anyone who gives leket shikha and peya properly to the poor. My little love, we consider it. As if he's built the base and he brought the carbonus. Since this parish is talking about carbonus, the Torah is telling us, I want to remind you to, to I want to talk about leket, shikha, and peya, so that way you should know that giving leket and peya, leket, shikha, and peya, is just like bringing carbonus. Is it move on? But Rashi brings out tirutz after Shaila Adrasha in a god of Antiras Kernim. But what says the Nitz Mefarish? Keep shooting. Adarach b'tirutz manal. Rashi is tutish al mikra. He could have brought a simpler explanation like the ones brought earlier instead of bringing a drasha. It's a very beautiful drasha, uh, uh, saying that a person could give leket and peya, and it's as if he brought carbonus in the base of mikdash. But it's a drasha. Why does Rashi go for the drasha and not for the more simple? Explanation. The fact that Rashi does not want to use the explanation of the Ramban or the other Mefarshim, that could be explained. If the reason why he's bringing the Pasik of the is as a continuation to the carbon Omer, to tell me that even though I'm using the field for the Omer, I still have to bring Leket and Peah, then I should have put this Pasik earlier in this parasha by the discussion of the Omer. 
So therefore, I understand why the, the distance between carbon ha'omer and the pasuk of ukutzerichem is too great to, to uh, bring them together. But the explanation of the Evan Ezra that he wants to just remind you in the time of Katsir to take care of these mitzvahs seems to be a simple explanation. It seems to be a sufficient explanation in Tudishal Mikra. And the question, therefore, is why does Rashi not answer like the Evan Ezra and instead choose a drasha? If Rashi had a different Tudishal Mikra, different Pashat Apshat, then fine, Rashi could go different. But if Rashi has to uh, resort to a drasha, why is that better than the drasha, than the pirush of the Eben Ezra? That our stain and see if Bayes we're going to ask another question um, on Rashi that is going to begin the journey towards uh, the answer, but first we have to go through a series of questions. We have to begin by prefacing a number of nuances in Rashi. Before this drasha of Rabbi Avardimos, which Rashi brings, right before that Rashi says something else. He says, why is it in Torah twice? In other words, not why is it in Parsha Samoyadis? Why Bakhlal do we have it twice? If we have it once in Kedoshim and again in Emer. To teach you that if a person transgresses this prohibition and cuts down the, the peya and does not leave the leket, he is over on two lavin. It's two, two transgressions. And then Ashi continues with the drasha of Rabbi Avardimus. He's not understanding. It's known that when Ashi brings a different concept, a different idea, even though it's on the same words or on, this, uh, or on the same words of the Pasuk, Rashi would put it under a separate heading. It's two separate Rashis. If, if Rashi wants to teach two things on the same word, Rashi will put them in, in two separate Rashis. From the fact that Rashi takes both ideas, the idea that you're over on two lavin, and the idea of Rabbi Avardimas to compare Leket and Peya to Karbonis, since Rashi puts them both in the same Rashi, under the same heading, is move on as the Abba so it's understood that there's some connection between them. There's seemingly to be two totally different ideas. The fact that you're over on two lavin, seemingly is not connected to the teaching of Rabbi Everdimos, which is addressing only the fact that it's here in the middle of Parsha Saragolim and not why you need to have it twice. In addition, we have three more questions in this Seif, and there'll be more in the next one. Why? What? How is this explanation enhanced? By knowing that it was said by Rabbi Avardimus. Base, it is Mefaret Umayrich Pakush. Rashi uh, 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 elaborates the, on the, in the question. Pesach Vatzeres Mikan, Vivrashon Vimpurim Vachad Mikan. 
that and, and before it is we talk about Pesach and Atzeres. After we talk about Rosh Hashanah, Kippur, and Sukkot, um banugin zichnit mitn zogin mara kosov litnim emtsa regolman does not suffice by just asking the general question: Why is are, are these mitzvahs placed in the middle of the parsha of Yom Tovim? So why, the question is: Why does Rashi have to add on that a whole extra bit of the question? It seems to be extra. Gimel third point in pasuk vayin der mont nor peya unleket. The pasuk here mentions lechala pasada bekutzerecha veleket kitzerecha leisalaket the 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 love of not cutting down the of cutting down the peya and the mitzvah and the love of leket of not of not picking up the fallen stocks. Rashi is meisiv ech shikha. Rashi adds the word shikha. The question is going to be why? Why does Rashi add a word that's not a mitzvah that's not brought in the pasuk? Now in the brackets he. He has a, 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 a suggested response that responds both to Bayes and to Gimel. Bayes, the fact that there's a long-winded question. Gimel, the fact that Rashi adds Shikha. You could say that possibly Rashi is just quoting Rabbi Avardimus. Rabbi Avardimus asked the question like that. So therefore Rashi asks it. And he, Rabbi Avardimus says Shikha. So maybe that's it, Rashi saying it. Even though Rashi is quoting Rabbi Avardimus. So maybe that's why he has a long-winded question and why he asks Shikha. But, the, but that can't be the explanation. Why? It's been discussed numerous times that Rashi's approach is not to quote verbatim the entire uh, uh, wording of the one who said it. He only brings the part that is relevant Especially since Rashi here does not say it is quoted, it is stated in Teras Kernim, which might give him a reason to quote the Teras Kernim verbatim. We know that, especially if it doesn't say Rashi is going to pull out the quotes, the parts that are relevant to so therefore, the fact that Rashi says shikha, uh, although the pasuk doesn't say it, and the fact that 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 Rashi elaborates on the question the way the Torah Karanim does is obviously, according to Rashi, relevant to understanding the pasuk. And how? That's our question. How does the long question uh, help us understand this uh, the, 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 this Indian? Gimel. In Gimel, in Seif Gimel, he's going to show us that although we just showed how with regards to the long question and with regards to Shikha, Rashi does quote the Teras Kayanim verbatim in, in, those, in, in, those, uh, in those things. Nevertheless, there are other parts where Rashi is different, changes from the Teras Kayanim. And each one calls for an explanation. Why did Rashi change from the Tiras Kernim? The Kashvet Nachstaker. Rashi's Belavach Mishana. Who become a become a brother? Rashi does change from the Tiras Kernim. So this makes our question greater. Here we're trying to see. We're trying to say that maybe Rashi's copying the Tiras Kernim, but he doesn't copy. He does change, and in various different details from the Lashon we state in Tiras Kernim from the word from the wording of the Tiras Kernim. Number one. In Tera's Kedem is the Lashon of Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur Mikan, where Rashi is Meisiv Echad. The Tera's Kedem doesn't mention Sukkis. It says Pesach Atzeres Mikan, Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur Mikan, and Rashi adds the word Vechad and Sukkis. Rashi highlights Sukkis. 
to in Tera's Kerem, which they lack at Shikho Peya, U Maiser Oni. When Rashi is mashed with Maiser Oni. Although we said before that Rashi includes Shikha, even though it's not in the Pasik. But when it comes to Maiser Oni, which is mentioned in Tera's Kerem, Rashi omits it. Rashi does not uh, uh, say the words U Maiser Oni. Three, in Tera's Kerem, the Lashon should call Misha U Maitsi Vachulu. The Tera's Kerem says whoever expends. From uh, 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 whoever spends it, whoever brings it, takes it out of his account. Rashi says whoever gives it. So the Tiras says anybody who, who takes it from his own. Rashi says whoever gives it to the Ani. Number four in Tiras it says Mylin Olam Kilo Beis Kayam is a fascinating, fascinating differentiation. The Tiras says it's as if the Beis Hamikdash is standing. And you are bringing carbonus within it. Rashi, my little akilu bono beis Rashi says it's as if he built the beis amikdash. And it's as if, and he and he brought the carbonus in it, which is a much greater thing. It's not only is the is the person bringing carbonus in an already built beis amikdash. He's as if he's building the beis amikdash. Since the way Rashi quotes him is saying, saying in the name of Rabbi Everdimos, it seems that Rashi is at, is quoting something verbatim, and therefore it seems to imply that Rashi had a girsa that follow that that read the way Rashi says it, and not the way we have it in our regular Kenim. That itself demands an explanation. Why does Rashi choose an obscure girsa of, of, of Rabbi Avardimas of the Teras Kernim instead of using the accepted one that we have in our Svarim? And from the fact that Rashi does take this uh, uh, lesser known it's evident that that girsa, according to Rashi, is more consistent with Sutishul Mikra. And the question is why and how? Siftal, we have one last short question before we start the beer. Vaitir is Rashi, Maitik, Nevar, Tazik. After this Rashi, Bravi, Averdimas, it says, the Pasik says, La'ani, Vilager, Tazik, Aysam, should leave the Lepeya and the Leket for the Ani and for the, and for the Ger. So Rashi quotes the word Tazik, and the Pharisee explains, Hanach lifneim, leave it for them. The heim yilkutu, they, the ani and the ger will collect it. The ein lechalasayeh, you shouldn't help them. You shouldn't help them collect. Frekman of them, so the Mepharshim asked the question, If this is what Tazev means, that you're not allowed to help the ani and the ger, why does Rashi wait for this parsha to explain it in Nitfrir, in Parsha's Kedoshim? Why not earlier in Parshas Kedoshim where this same word is already said and there it's the first time. So right away over there Rashi should have explained it. Why does Rashi wait until this Atazik? So we, this is our questions. Number one in general, why does Rashi take the drush of Rabbi Avadimus and not the drush of, the, of not, not the Pirush of the Ebn Ezra or a simpler Pirush? Number two, what's the connection in the same Rashi between Lavarol of Vishnei Lavin and the drush of Rabbi Avadimus? Why does Rashi mention the name Rabbi Avadimus? Why there is there a long question? Why does Rashi mention Shikha? Why does Rashi add the Chag? Why does Rashi not include Maiser Oni? Why does Rashi say the word Noisein Leket? Lokaroi instead of Moitzi. And why did Rashi say Bono Beis Amikdash instead of Beis Amikdash Kayam? And last question, why does Rashi explain Tazev here and not in the earlier, in the earlier, um,
in the Ketoshim where it mentions Leket and Teah for the first time. And here we go for the explanation. The fact that Rashi that, that the Pasik mentions uh this these mitzvahs in Parshas Amirades does not bother Rashi In other words, uh, uh, Rabbi Avardimus is explaining, and we'll get to that in a moment, uh, and uh, as is the Ramban and the other Mafarshim is explaining the connection between the mitzvahs Leket and Peya and Parshas Amayadis. This does not bother Rashi, according to Pshutus Mikra. Because according to Rashi, it's understood why. These mitzvahs are coming as a continuation to the other mitzvahs that are in this parasha that are related to the harvest. He starts earlier that you should, when you harvest the field, you should bring the carbon Then it tells you that on Shavuos you would bring a mincha from the new wheat that came that was that was that was grown in the new season. And as a continuation to that, the Torah gives us additional mitzvahs that are connected with harvest. So therefore, Rashi is not bothered at all by the fact that this, par- this these mitzvahs are positioned here, are placed here. That doesn't bother Rashi. What's bothering Rashi is why twice? Why are these mitzvahs necessary twice? After already learning in the Parsons Kedoshim, like the Evan Ezra says the words, why is it mentioned twice? When it's Befarish, and Rashi explains, Chazar that the reason that it says it twice, we're not discussing why where the second time is. But the fact that it says it twice is to tell you that there's two lavin. The person is Avon on Pay or Leket, he's Avon on two lavin. Now that I know that Rashi is not bothered by the positioning of it, by the placing of it, he's only bothered by the duplicity of it, I'm not duplicity, by the uh, repetition of it. So I understand now why Rashi doesn't say like Levin Ezra, that he was cautioning us not to rem- forget what we've already been commanded. This doesn't work. Uh, this shot of Evan Ezra does not work according to the Shudosh Mikra. Why? In Parshas Kedoshim, says Amit and Sibi of Peyo and Leked, Shteitin Pasik, the Karmachal Leisel, Lopedet Karmachal Leisel, Lakit. In Parshas Kedoshim, in addition to pe- to 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 Peyo and Leket, it also talks about Oilulais and Pedet Karmachal. Oilulais are young, unripe grapes, and Pedet Karmachal are grapes that are not part of a cluster, not part of a bunch. And the Torah tells us that those two either you can't collect, you have to leave it for the Oni in the year. If the Torah has to remind us not to forget the mitzvahs, then the Torah should have also reminded us about Peret and Eilulis. Peret, Karmacha, and Eilulis. The fact, the fact that the Torah does not mention those is from them Muchach. This is uh, makes it clear. The Torah is not afraid that I'm going to forget the, uh, the, 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 the these mitzvahs. As we see, by most mitzvahs, the Torah doesn't remind us a second time. Oh, don't forget uh, these mitzvahs. 
Even not when the time is being discussed in the Torah. And we shouldn't forget to fulfill them. The Torah gives us a mitzvah in most cases and trusts us that we're going to remember that when the time comes to fulfill it. So from the fact that the Torah doesn't say parat neilolis means that the Torah is not afraid that we're going to forget the mitzvahs. So in that case, why is it say it twice? The fact that it's said twice is in order for to teach us that a person is over twice. And it's not a question why these two mitzvahs, Peret, uh, 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 Leket and Peya, are you over to Lavin and not by any others? already said in Parshas Kisisa that there are many mitzvahs in the Torah that I said once or twice or more than that in order to obligate the person to be punished according to the number of times that it's mentioned in the Torah. It's not a question. There are many mitzvahs that there are many mitzvahs that 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 that, uh, that it's done by which it's done and. When the Avisir chooses to do so, he chooses to do so. When Imsuti Shomikra had Kinardnik Sufragim of Azan, Dim Mitzvah Swiski Telt from the Andra. And Imsuti Shomikra, in Halacha, you could, you, could, you could learn deeper what's this Mitzvah versus that Mitzvah. But when it comes to Imsuti Shomikra, the Torah chooses certain Mitzvahs for which, you, which, they, which the Torah says it's Asr. The certain Mitzvahs the Torah says it's Asr a few times so that there should be more love involved. But with, why this one over that one is not a Imsuti Shomikra question. So, the, so we already understand why Rashi, uh, we, why Rashi does not follow. He asked the question with regards to uh, why did Rashi go for a drasha and why does Rashi not take Evan Ezra? So first of all, we clarified that Rashi at, 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 at the outset is not bothered by the connection of, of the Karbonis, of, of the Leket and Peah and my others. That doesn't bother Rashi. That makes perfect sense. You're talking about cuts. You're talking about harvest. So he gives you a few more harvest-related mitzvahs. The question becomes, the question becomes, why is it twice? And Rashi doesn't like the purest of the Evan, of the Evan Ezra because if if uh, the uh, the reason why why it's twice is to, it's just as a reminder, then why are the other two Parat and Eilulis not mentioned twice? Therefore, Rashi says Lechayiv Aleim Bishnei Lavin. Now in Sivav, he's going to say that now that we understand the situation. That the mitzvahs of Leket and Peah are not being introduced here for the first time. They're only being brought here for a second time. In order to tell me that there's two lavin. Now the question is asked, if that case, why by Parsha Samayadis? And as it's going to say in Sivav, it seems that Parsha Samayadis is more about Mayadis than about Kotsir, than about Harvest. And therefore, why does the Torah choose to tell me this detail that you're over on two lavin specifically smack in the middle of Parshas Amayodais, implying that there's some connection between the two? And that's why we need the drasha of Rabbi Avardimas. Let's see it inside. Tavkin nochdem, nochdem pirush, sh'teltzich bi'ikir dishayle ma'ra kasulitni b'emtzaharagolim. After Rashi tells us. That there's two that there's that, that the reason why Tater tells us these mitzvahs twice is to be to tell me to be that you're on two lavin. Now comes a question: Why in the middle of the regalim? When the kasher hatan or dafkiv and the emtza regalim is beifin from Pesach v'atzeres mikan v'rosh hashanah v'yemekipurim v'chag mikan. And the question is, is, is fits. <clears throat> 
only because it's Be'em Tzahar Galim, and not only that, but as Rashi, as we asked earlier about the long-winded question, Dafke because Pesach Latzeres on this side, and Hashanavim Ekpurim V'chag on that side, is why this question is so strong. Why here, specifically, do you mention the second t- uh, love of Pe'an Leket? If it was a brand new tziv, we didn't know about it earlier, and it was being introduced here as a posik stelt. We could have explained as the posik stelt that the mitzvahs of peyav leket kishem uvehemshich v'aserzok the under the tzivuyim b'shaychas exchis atvua. Then we would just say the reason it's here is because is because we're discussing uh, harvest things, so we throw in a few more mitzvahs that are harvest related. It wouldn't be a question. The Baldas is Atsivi Vilav Khadash. Stelt as the Pasik does, since it's a new new commandment. So the Pasik puts it here. Kidem is only main enough with the Ibn Dermonte Dom Mitzvis. But then if our bundin with Xiris Atua, you shouldn't think that with these above mentioned harvest related mitzvis, endikin zikhti mitzvis bam katsir, that is the uh, sum total of all of the harvest related mitzvis. And now he can finish the harvest and take whatever's left for himself. Similar to the other Mepharshim that we mentioned in Sif Aleph, that you would think that once I did Oimer or once I did Mincha Chadosha, I could take the rest for myself. So the Pasik tells me. Again, if this was the first time it was being mentioned in the Torah, then it would make sense. The Torah is reminding, is, is telling me, one second, you're not done with harvest-related mitzvahs. You can't yet take the tvua home. You have to have other mitzvahs that have to be done before you could benefit from the field. Don't cut down the peya. Don't collect the leket. So if it was the first time that it was being said, then it would make sense that Torah tells me, one second, there's more to be done. But since we just explained to us that this is here only to tell me that there's two lavin. So, but I already know this mitzvah from before, from Parshas Kedoshim. Is this normasim sustain da unit be parsha deme betichana la parsha shenem rabba pama aluf? Then it would only be fitting to place it here and not in a discussion that is more consistent with what it's about, like in the first time around where it's discussing other agricultural things. It only makes sense to put it here if it's connected to the theme of the parsha. Because it's not necessarily to be told here. We don't need to be know, know it here. I already know it. The only reason it would be here is to tell me is because it's connected to this discussion. But over here, seemingly, the, the, the Pasuk is being placed among a discussion that is primarily about the Karbonus of Yom Tiv and not so much about harvest. It's not just next to the Oimer or next to Shavuos. There's Pesach and Shavuos on one side. Roshonah Yom Kippur and Sukkot on the other side. But Roshonah Yom Kippur and Sukkot are not connected to the harvest. The fact that it also discusses the Shonami Mikpurim and, and the, uh, uh, is to obviously 
because the theme of this parsha is not so much about harvest, it's more about the Yomim Tevim. To vi pasdo arayin di azhore, laver bishnei lavin, when he gets a pay of a leket. So why is this detail that a person is over and pay of a leket is to lavin, why is it placed here in the middle of Parsha Mayavis? So we've answered some of our questions already. We've answered why these two parts of Rashi are in the same Dibra Maschil, because the question that we're asking that brings in Rabbi Avardimos is only after I know Laver Lebishne Lavin. Once I said that I already know the mitzvahs of Peyam Lekhet from before, and the only reason that it's here is because the Tami Laver Lebishne Lavin, then the question becomes, why is this mitzvah placed in the middle of Parsha Samayadas? And it also explains why there is a long-winded question, because the, the, the fact that Pesach Vatseres Mikan, Mikan, highlights the fact that this parsha is more about Yantif than it is about Kotsir, about harvest. And therefore the question is, why take a, a harvest-related mitzvah and drop it in a second time in the middle of Parsha Samayadis? We're going to go to the reason and we're going to explain what is the connection between, between Leket and Peya and Karbonus. To teach you, whoever gives Leket to the Oni properly, in a proper way, we consider it as if he built the Beis Amikdash and he brought Karbonus within it. The connection between the comparison between giving gifts to the poor and bringing carbonus is understood. Just like carbonus begin from the fact that a person has to bring something from his own uh, possessions and not from something that was stolen. It is offers and gives away from his own to Mizbeach, the Koyen, late and see from the Mabishton, either to the Mizbeach or to the Koyen, according to the directive of Hashem. Similarly, by the gifts to the poor, he fulfills the commandment of Hashem to give of his Tvua to the poor. He's giving away from his own possessions to the Anim to the poor, according to the command of Hashem. Now, why is Leket and Peah more unique than other Tzedakah? Even though every time you give charity to the poor, you're giving something that belongs to you away to someone else. When you talk about leket, shikha, and peya, these gifts highlight this fact in a stronger and more unique manner. Bastam my regular tzedakah money can give mold zain. There could be a scenario. That the money that he's giving to tzedakah came to him. He, 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 he profited. He made the money without too much hard work. was an easy business deal. Or he inherited the money. Or he found the money. And so on and so forth. 
So he's nor, nevertheless, even though the, the money came to him easily, it's still a big mitzvah. The Alter Rebbe says that it's, he's giving away chaye nafsha, he's giving away his life sustenance. He says, It's because he could have used that money that to buy food for himself. So this, consequently, it means when he gives tzedak, he's giving away his life source, his life sustenance. Not because of the in effort invested, but because of what he could could have done with the money. But the produce of the field that he's giving away, that came through actual effort and toil. He had to plow, he had to plant. Then he has to harvest. The Pasuk says that you eat bread through the sweat of your brow. You have to work really hard to get to the point of like a shikha and peya. So when a person, so therefore we compare it to Karbanis, and we say that just like Mr. Far is the drash of an Abiy Abedimus Bateras Kayanim, therefore Abiy Abedimus teaches, and therefore Rabbi Abedimus teaches that a person gives it's as if he, as if he brought Karbanis in the base of specifically those things because there was such a Yegiyah involved because there was such a toil and effort involved therefore it's considered as if he took his hard earned efforts and he brought Karbanis with it as well that's the Pshat in Rabbi Abedimus that's the comparison between Matnisanim and Karbonis, Leket, Shikha, and Peya, and Karbonis. Rashi types the saw, Bad Goshen, Esephus. However, Rashi adds an extra emphasis. Rashi doesn't suffice with what Rabbi Averdim has taught. Rashi says there's more to it. As the Yigiyah in the Tvua Sa'aret, the Yigiyah, the toil that he invests in the produce, which he's later giving away to the Ani, which this is something that he's doing before he can even bring it home. And when he brings it home, he has to still give Truma and Maisis. Only later could he enjoy the act, have the benefit from his, from his Tvua. He does need not be able to make again Kabonis. It's not just like Rabbi Averdimo said that it's as if he brought carbonus. Nor echilu bono beisamikdash. It's as if he built the beisamikdash. Bidugma so avede vayegiye in binyin beisamikdash. Voskumt eider is not in carbonus dirt. Carbonus of dirt. It's similar to the building of the beisamikdash. So there's two points I want to mention here. Number one, Pasha Drashi is saying that because the tvua, the lekhet of shikha and peya come through so much yegiye, it's as if. He worked hard not just to bring Karbanis but to build the base of Mikdash. But also there's an order here in this Seif. When it comes to the Binyan Beis Mikdash, first there is Binyan Beis Mikdash, which is one level of Yagiyah. And then there's Karbanis afterwards. It, it could be that, that, that in the, in the Seder HaAvoida of the, of the field, you have a similar thing. That you have, first you have the Yagiyah uh, 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 of the Leket Shikha and Peya. Then you bring it home and then you do Trumas and Maisiris. So the Trumas and Maisis might be uh, uh, compared to the Karbonis. And the Leket Shikha Peya is like the Binyan Beis Amikdash that makes it possible to bring the Karbonis later. Now, of course, in, in Rashi says that the Leket Shikha Peya is also Karbonis. But I'm just pointing out that he makes, in, in this last paragraph, he points out a Seder, that there's Binyan Beis Amikdash, only then could there be Karbonis. Also over here, there's Leket Shikha Peya, and only then could he bring it, could he bring the Tvua home and then bring Trumas and Maisis. Okay. 
So this is the answer to the question why uh, uh, why the Torah puts the mitzvah of Leket Shikha mitzvah of Leket in the middle of Parsha Zakarbanis. And to use Rashi's emphasis to teach you that, be, that, that the effort that's invested in planting the fields and ultimately bringing Leket and Peya is as if the person built a Beis Amikdash and brought Karbanis in it. Now we're going to continue in Sivchas. We're going to continue to address number one, why, why Rashi uses the words Noisein when the, when the Teraskerim uses the word Moitzi. And that's going to lead us to the discussion about Meister Shani. In them far gleich, in this comparison of Mailan Love Kilo Basic Migdash Kayama the Bana Basic Migdash Unikum Kabanaisov, in the fact that it's as if he, either the Basic Migdash was standing already or the, he built the Basic Migdash and he brought Karbanes, then a Dutch Fayanim. When you talk about the fact that a person is giving Leket and Peya, and this is compared to the Karbanes, there's two ways of looking at it. There's two elements, there's two components that are happening here that we could look at each one individually. Aleph, there are back them of Zich. One is the fact that I'm giving up something of my own. Because the Abishter commanded me to do so, I give up something that I could have used to sustain my life. Additionally, something that he worked very hard to accomplish. So the first focus, the first component is the fact that it's coming out of my bank account. Base, the giving. The fact that the Avis are commanded and is being given to the Ani. Two things are happening. Number one, it goes out of my account or out of my field. And number two, it goes into the possession of the Ani. These are two separate things. Number one, the fact that it's leaving my possession. Number two, that it's going into the possession of the Ani. What's the difference? If the emphasis is that I'm giving up something that was connected to, 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 to my life, then it's not so relevant how the Ani gets it. It's more important that I give it away than how the Ani gets it. But if the emphasis is on the giving, then how I give it, the fact that it should be done in a complete way is important. If you're comparing the, the, the mitzvah of Leket and Peya to Karbonis, because of the fact that it's being given to the Ani, then only if it's given to the Ani properly can you compare it to Karbanas. So it depends how you look at it. But if you look at it, that the, the Iker is that, that the main emphasis is that I'm giving something away, then how it gets to the Ani doesn't matter. But if you're saying the emphasis is that I'm giving something to an Ani, then I have to give it to the Ani in the perfect, most beautiful way in order for to have this comparison to the Karbanas. And this is the difference between Rabbi Avardimus, the way he's brought in Teras Kenim, and the way he's brought in Rashi. In Teras Kenim, is the Chilish Vashva, now from Leket Chulutsu Karbanes, in Demaster is mighty the two of Unzain Sada. Number point number one, Rabbi Avardimus in Teras Kenim says the word mighty. The most important emphasis here is, is that he's giving away something of his own. And therefore, is there And therefore, even though the pasuk doesn't say shikho or ma'aserani, Rabbi Avardimus includes it in this comparison. They're exactly the same thing. They're identical to leket and peya in the element in the fact that he's giving away something that that he that he acquired through the work and effort of his hands.
So now we have Ardimus to say that whether it's Meiser, whether it's Leket or Peya or Shikha or Meiser Ani, because he worked hard for it and he's giving it away, therefore it's considered as if he brought Korbanus to the Mishnah. But Rashi has a different emphasis. <clears throat> Rashi emphasis, emphasizes the fact that he's giving it to the Oni. And so now we're going to have to say that how it gets given to the Oni is also important. Is there Moshev nor Shikha? Rashi adds Shikha and not Maeser Oni. Heyos has nor Shikha is bedeimah to leke to peyah. In them was in the sinners, but not Rohi, because only Shikha and not Maeser Oni is are is similar to Leket and Peya in the fact that it's been given to the Oni properly. Leket and Peya. He gives the, he's not only is giving it, he's taking it from his own possession, but he's leaving it for the Ani, he's giving it to the Ani, and the Ani can take it. Shikha is the same thing, there's no difference. Shikha is a bundle that got left in the field, which he leaves for the Ani. So in that, in, the, in these three aspects, Leket, Shikha, and Peya, there is, the, 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 it also includes the Nesina Karoi. But as we're going to say in a moment, my Oni, there's a there's a detail that changes, and the, the sin is not karoi. The Hainu, the Allah, that I mean, it's like a chikhon peyaz and a glaichen dem was nitnor a gita vexachen was zayin and farbundin mitachayis nafshei. Like a chikhon peyaz are all identical in the fact that not only is he giving away something that's connected to his life sustenance. No, the nesin is an ashleim was dikenefim, but the nesin the giving is in a perfect way. They're nesin. Why? Because they're nesin not need thereby afilu kein tevas ano because the nesin has no private, no ulterior motive, no personal benefit from from the gift. Which he by giving it to his servant or maid. Other to as I didn't the gates of Zara giving it to poor who are poor people who are closer to him. That doesn't happen. In other words, he's gonna say in a moment, but my only this tevas are not. The Maiser Oni, which is a, which is ten percent of the produce, which gets given to an Oni, the owner of the field could choose who go, which Oni it goes to. If he has a neighbor who's Oni, if he has a relative who's an Oni, if he has a friend who's an Oni, you can give it to them. You can give it to whoever he wants. And that is a certain benefit that he gets, that he's able to give his miser to whoever he chooses. And that takes away from the completeness, from the, perf- from the, perf- 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 from the perfection of the gift. Because there's something, there's something about me as well. I'm getting, I, I get a benefit from it also. So it's not an Asina Karoi, but by Leket Shikha and Peya, since he can choose who it goes to, he has to leave it in the field and whoever on you that wants it, that's there, can come and take it. Therefore, that's considered an Asina Bishlei Musa, a perfect gift. Rashi is over Mashmit Maiserani, Rashi omits Maiserani, Hayes as in them, Hotter Tevas Anah, Hotter Nason Tevas Anah, because the Maiserani, the giver, has a personal benefit. He can give it to the, to, the, to the poor people of his choice, relatives or friends, and so on and so forth. And therefore, it's not an Asina Karoi. So therefore, Rashi is telling us it's like this if you give it properly, then my love, my little love, kilu, bono beis If it's a perfect gift, then it's as if he built a beis amikdash. But, but Rashi does not include my seroni, because my seroni is not considered a perfect gift, because it's not only about the oni, it's also about the giver as well. And on this topic, he adds a prat. Umehai time. 
Is oich mer masim der fergleich von kilu banner beis amigdosh nidner beis amigdosh kayon. Now that we made this distinction, that by ma'aser oni the 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 giver has a personal benefit, but by lekach shikha and peya it's only about the oni and not about the giver. Now the comparison to banner beis amigdosh versus beis amigdosh kayon makes more sense. Is more understood. Varum their binyan is through chayegia. Was ir tachlis is the anav and yet idn from ali idn from kal yisrael. Building a base amigdash is an effort, is a toil that benefits every yid, the whole kal yisrael. Nid nark iluhu makriv kavanes lotechiv azich. It's not just a benefit for himself. When a person brings carbonis, the benefit of the carbon is for himself. He brought the carbon. It doesn't necessarily benefit everyone else, but base amigdash building a amigdash benefits everyone. So therefore, since we're not talking about Maeser Oni, if we were including Maeser Oni like by, like the Rabbi Avedimus and Teres Kehanim, then Maeser Oni is a more is a, it benefits the Oni. It also benefits the giver. So it's more like he's bringing his own carbon. So he says basically the Kayom, who makiv kamenes b'tarechay. But Rashi is talking specifically about the mitzvahs that have no benefit to the giver and only to the recipient. And therefore, it's like he built a base on Mikdash, which is a benefit that goes to all of Klal Yisrael, not just to the builder himself. And thus, we have answered why Rashi includes Shikha. We have answered why Rashi uses the word Moitzei, uh, why Rashi uses the word Noisin Lani Karoi, even though the Tereskarim says the word Moitzei, because the Tereskarim is focusing on the fact that the person is spending it, and the Rashi is focusing on the fact that it's being given to the Oni. We also understand why Rashi does not say Maiser Oni, because Rashi cannot include a mitzvah in which there is Teva Sanoa, because Rashi is focusing on the Nesina, and the Nesina can only be Karoi and Bishlemos, complete and proper, if there's no Teva Sanoa to the giver. There's no personal benefit to the giver. Start over the Shaila and see if Tess we're going to explain the word Vichag. Why does Rashi add the way? One of our questions was, why does Rashi add the word Vichag if it's not mentioned in Tereskin? And it's going to say that there's a question that, 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 that remains that is answered through the words Vichag. Word Vichag. Start over the Shaila, the question becomes. All of these details, the fact that a person is, spend, is, is, work, is, is, is doing the Yigiyah, and it's a Yigiyah that's Nigiyah Techayin Nafshe. And he's giving it to the Oni, and he gave it to the Oni is Karoi, because he has no Teva Sanoa. All of these details are applicable also to Peret Karmacha and Oilulis, to the grapes, the young grapes, or the individual grapes. When the first time the Torah commands uh, commands us about about leket and peya, it also mentions elulis and peret karmicha. So the question is, Why doesn't he include that in the statement? Why doesn't he say? Now the reason why the Torah doesn't say it is because there's no two lavin. The Torah shows that you're only over on two lavin by by leket and peya. And we said that according to Pshutosh Mikra, it's not a question why these and not others. That's what the Abishar wants. So why the Torah doesn't mention Peret and Eilalais is understood. But why doesn't Rabbi Avadimus mention it in his statement? To say that, to say that a person gives Leket, Shikha, Peya, Peret, and Eilalais, uh, it's Kilo, Kilo, Beis Midrash Kayim. 
Why does he not add Pe'elus and Peret Karmachal? Uchot says, stay in it in Pasek Da. And even though you're going to say, maybe he doesn't include it because the Pasek doesn't include it. He's a Dachmeis V'Shikha. Hagam Zivet Nidermot in Pasek. You can't answer that because Rabbi Yevadimus does include Shikha, even though the Pasek doesn't mention it. So he's not, he's not uh, remaining consistent to only the things that are in the Pasek. So once he's going uh, to a broader uh, array of mitzvahs, why doesn't he not include Eilulis and Peret Karmachal? This way Rashi includes the word V'chag. And he brings the gears that has the word V'chag to Mad Gizayn to emphasize as the Red Sikhveg and their Zeit from Kedem Achag. We're still talking about a time that's before Sukkis. Before the time of gathering the produce of the field which happens on Sukkis or around Sukkis. When the fire is the master to the man in our Shikha and therefore is it is appropriate to mention Shikha. Which is possible to happen during the time of the harvest. Around Shavuos. That are connected with grapes. Which is their time of collecting, of harvesting, of bringing them into the house. It only happens much later on Sukkot. So it's a very beautiful and simple explanation. When the Pasuk is discussing these mitzvahs. No, no one is collecting grapes. It's too it's too early in the season, so therefore it doesn't make sense for Rabbi Ramadimus to tell us now if you give leka peret and elulis that you are that you there's no peret and elulis to give. No one is busy uh, uh, harvesting the the uh, I don't know if the word harvest is correct. They're collecting the grapes, picking the grapes from 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 the vineyard. It's not it's not the time of the year yet. So by Rashi saying the chag, Rashi is emphasizing we're not yet at chag osif. We didn't yet get to the time of the gathering. And therefore, and therefore we're not discussing Peret and Elois. We're only discussing things that could happen now, which is Leket, Shikha, and Peya. And this also adds an explanation in addition to the fact that we said we don't mention Maestro Ani because Maestro Ani has Tevas Hano and Tevas Hano would not be a Nisina Bishle Musa complete a perfect giving. Here's another reason why because when a person gives the Maestro the, uh, from the produce, from the crops of the field, it's usually the same time that he's giving Maiser from Yikvecha, from his vineyard, from his wine. Which, when would that happen? Is Additionally, Maiser Shani comes not when stuff is still in the field, but after the stuff was already brought in to the, ho- to the house. Or to wherever it gets brought into, which is in the time of the Asif, which is during Sukkis. So therefore, it's not yet Maestani time either. So besides the fact that Maestani doesn't fit it over here because of the Tevas also because of the time of the year, we're somewhere between Shavuos and Sukkis, which is before this is Man Asif, and therefore, it's not yet a time of, of bringing in grapes, and nor is it yet a time of giving Maestani. And therefore, uh, 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 she says and that explains why Rashi adds in the word v'chag to highlight to remind us which part of the year we're talking about that we have not yet reached the season of Chagos. And now the next two paragraphs is going to add two more details with regards to 
Maiser um, Oni versus Leket Shikha and Peya, which we just explained. The second reason is because it hasn't given Maiser Oni yet. And then using using this this uh, guying, this approach, also explaining the difference between Kerem and Leket Shikha and Peya. Let's do one thing at a time. Yes, Leymar. As Eich Mitzad Dem, is Maiser Oni Nit Legamri Bidoyma to Leket Shikha and Peya, in them was called Nesam Chulu Mylin Olav Mylin Olav Kilu Banamis Migdas Vikar Olav Kavanaisav. There's another detail that differentiates between Maiser Oni and versus Lekat Shikha and Peya with regards to this comparison to Karbanis. The Baldas the Nisina for Maiser Oni is Nit Yedin Yor Vileket Vchulu nor Ein Mal in Dryor. Since the giving of Maiser Oni happens once in three years, not every single year, the Rebbe directs it in them Nit Ois if as they feel as a Git at the Mit Avex and Chayis Nafshei. We put the under the month of Mitzvah. So it doesn't it doesn't uh, focus so much on the fact that he's giving away Chayis Nafshei. In other words, the whole comparison is because a person is giving away Chayis Nafshei, which he got through Yegiyah. Uh, therefore, it's considered to be based on Mikdash and Akravas Akarbanis. But if there's not, it's not considered Chayi Navshay, then it's not really exactly like Karbanis. Just like we said before about if the Nisin is not Kuroya, then it's not like Karbanis. He's saying that if it's not Chayi Navshay, it's not like Karbanis. So, being that by that by Maiser Oni, it only happens once in three years. It doesn't feel like something that is a, a necessity. Something that is that, that that is literally taking food out of his mouth and giving it away to the Oni, and therefore it's not mamish compared to Banu Beis The Alter We can use the similar idea with regards to Kerem. Versus Nit Amaz and Hechach from the mention. Number one, Kerem has two details. Number one. Wine is not a necessity. Food, bread, wheat is a necessity. Wine is not a necessity. So again, when a person gives away padet va'ilolos, he's not giving away chayin nafshei. Zayis ve'ed. Another detail was the tircha. The netiyah bekerem is nit meshech zman rav yedin yarbi betvuos asada. In order to 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 plant a vineyard, it doesn't take after you set it up after you. Uh, built it or put it or, or made it, planted it the first time. Every year it has to be nurtured or taken care of, but it doesn't have as much effort as Harisha Uzriya like a field does. So by Karim, number one, it's uh, number one, the Yagiyah is not so strong. Number two, the necessity is not so strong. And therefore the Dimyan to Bano Beis is not so strong. And it's another reason why uh, uh, Rabbi Avardimas and Ashi don't mention. Besides the fact that it's the wrong season of the year, also it's not because of these two details, it's not a necessity and it's not such hard work. So we've pretty much answered all of our questions. In other words, in the last see if we answered why Rashi mentions the Chag, why it doesn't say Peret Ve'elelis. Um, the only two questions that we didn't answer yet is, number one, why Rashi brings the name Rabbi Averdimas. And we had a question on the last part of Rashi, Tazoiv. Why does Rashi not explain the word Tazoiv the first time around in Parshas Kedesh? So, and that's what we're going to address in Sifur, the, the Rashi Tazoiv. Behemshek lozen is Rashi Mefarish, Tazoiv, Hanach lohem behem yilkutuv, ein lecha, l'tzayel lecha miyam. Leave it alone, leave it there, let them collect it, and don't help them collect. So we had a question, why does Rashi not say this the first time? 
So he explains, by Mershon Siva, Yapti Mitzvah, and Parsons Kadeshim, Vuishtait, Lani Vilagir Tazavesim, in the first time, in the first Mitzvah, where it says, Lani Vilagir Tazavesim, Taparashin, and Parasite. Rashi has no need to explain anything. Valid says, Movement Pashtus. Over there, we understand, we understand the Pasik on a more simple, basic level. Aditator kum dardzagin, in Vasas Pashtatim Mitzvah, from the Avalaka. The Tater is telling us, what does the Mitzvah of Payan Lekar consist of? Lei Sechala Pasadcha Vegemar, do not. Uh, uh, cut down the corner. Don't collect the individual stocks. What should I do with it? Leave it for the only Over there, the word tazev means literally leave it there and don't collect it. But now that we are in our parsha, where a person already knows what I'm supposed to do from the previous parsha, as the pay on like it, after Nibelos and Fardi Anim, that the pay and the like it has to be left for the poor. And the fact, the whole second mention of it here. Is in order to tell me this comparison that if a person gives these matanis to the Aniyim, it's as if he built a base amigdash and brought carbones, who can now and to emphasize the fact that the gift has to be properly and completely. To the point that the owner of the field should not even have any side benefit from this. Is move on, we can understand as Echti Esau Falani Vagetaz of Esau. Yes, as Echti in the basement, shame for Parsons Gdashim. So now you can understand that the word Tazav is Behemshachlaza. He's continuing on this theme that because I already know what Tazav means basically on a basic level from the previous parsha. So if the Tater says it again, Lani Vagetaz of Esau, then it's part of the overall limud of the comparison of Lekachikha and Peya to Carbonis. And then the sin has to be properly. So the the second time is adding another detail in the perfection, in perfecting the giving. And how do you perfect the giving? By minimizing the enjoyment or the benefit of the giver. Leave it and don't help them collect it. Not only does the person not have the tevas to choose to whom to give, he's not even allowed to help the person giving. A person might say, "Okay, I can't choose who I want to give it to, but I want to be there. I want to be the one to give it. I want to. Enjoy, I enjoy giving." So the Tater says, no, in order to give it to the Ani properly, you can't enjoy any part of it. And therefore, they should collect it by themselves and you shouldn't help them because part of the Nisina Karoi is you not enjoying any aspect of it, even the aspect of helping them. So therefore, Dashi touches Tazav here in this way because the first time Tazav means literally, leave it there. Let the Ani the Ger come and get it. The second time, it has to be part of the of the limo that we're learning here. So therefore, Rashi teaches it in a way that it fits in with the previous Rashi, with the previous limo, that he's giving it in a way that, um, that uh, he has no enjoyment, even the enjoyment of giving. The last thing that remains in the questions that we asked is the shame Imre. Why does Rashi mention the name... Rabbi Avardimas. This is going to be to answer the question of a Talmud Mulach. 
the season student can ask. That if a person gives like a shikha it's as if he built a base amigdash. In the how great how great is this idea that he's giving something away without Tevas and And he explains in the brackets. And he's going to explain that what he's giving is minimal. We're focusing on how he's giving it. Normally, the gift of Lekha Chik is not a, a large quantity. One or two fallen stalks of Lekha. He part of our guests in the Zangin. A few forgotten stalks. Other the shibalim and or the stalks in the corner of the field. But in pasuk stated can share. In the Torah itself, there's no amount for payah. Even if he leaves one stalk in the corner of the field, he fulfills his obligation. Even did designate an amount of one sixtieth of the field. It's still a very small amount. So what the person is giving is minimal. True, that because it came through the effort of his hands, it's still even a small amount, still is important to him, still is precious to him. According to Rashi, Rashi is not focusing on how much you're giving. Usually it's a very small amount. Rashi is focusing on how you're giving. Then it should be Karoi. So he's saying that because I don't have Tevis Ano, it's such an amazing, incredible feat that it's as if I built a base of So the Talmud Mulach says, one second. I understand it's a, it's a good thing, it's a wonderful thing, but it is that is, is it that great? Is it so great that you can compare it to building a base of because I don't have a Tevis Ano? This is why Rashi brings the name of the Balamaimer. Rabbi Averdimos. Chazal tells in Yerushalmi, as Yehuda Ish Huti, as if Pahaltim Drai Teg, Yehuda Ish Huti hid for three days in a cave after Gayen to, to discover, to uncover, how do I know? How do I know? The Gemara over there is saying like this if there's a well, in one city, that really, that also, it, it extends into another city. But if there's only enough water to, to, to uh, provide for the, for the city that has the well, then that, the life of that city comes first. This is a teaching of Rabbi Yisibar Chalavta. So Yehuda Yishudzi wanted to know, how do you know this? So the Gemara says over there, the Talmud Yishami says over there, that after three days he came to Rabbi Yisibar Chalavta. He said, where were you? He says, I was hiding in a cave for three days because I was trying to figure out how do you know the chai, that the, the life of this city comes before the lives of the people of the other city. So Rabbi Yesi called his son. Tell him the reason. How do you know that the lives of the, this city, of the people of this city come before the lives of the people of the other city? Omar lay, so he said to him, Tiyeno heorimo eila, Tiyeno ir vir, the achakach umigrisheho siveseho. He says, use the word Tiyeno, read it as if it said Tichyeno. Tichyeno, they should live. 
So first the city should live, and then then the outskirts of the city uh, uh, should live. So that was the mucker of this of this passage. By the way, in the Gemara over there, Rabbi Yesi says to this Yudhi Hishutsi, do you know why you couldn't figure it out on your own? Because you were learning by yourself and you weren't learning with your friends. When you learn with Chaveirim, uh, the, the learning goes learning goes better. You would have you would have been able to discover it by yourself because you hid in a cave for three days. You were all by yourself. It was very it, it, therefore you couldn't you couldn't uh, get to the answer. Just like Shmaka and Nakuda. Okay. The lechera Ravasa the Rebbeisi gedarf the roof and says Zun Averidimus when he's talking at Ezel Enfrin. Ravasa the Rebbeisi alayde gives up you with the Demokradin. Why did the Rebbeisi call in Rabbi Averidimus to give the answer? Why couldn't he say it himself? If Ratas Er is a is the Rebbeisi is there was a gizakt with him. The din was said by the Rebbeisi Bar Chalafto. So surely he knew. He knew the mucker. So why, when the person comes in to ask the question, does he call in his son, Rabbi Averdimus, and tell him, give him the answer? The fool is first From the fact that Rabbi Yesi calls in his son, we understand as that Indian is given Rabbi Averdimus, Limud Meyuchad. That this was Rabbi Averdimus' special study. That we say about Rabbi Yehuda that his, all of his learning was in the Zikin, which means that his, his Gishmak, his, his main learning was in the Zikin. Rabbi Shimon says to Rabbi Akiva, why are you discussing Agadatim with me? Go to Negoim and always. That's your uh, favorite part of learning. The Oid and this other part of the place where we see that certain Tanoim Amiroim had certain parts of Tayra that was their favorite part. Similarly, Rabbi Avodimus had a special koch, a special passion in this halacha of Chayir as his kedman. And therefore, Rabbi Yisim called him. Thus says, from Rabbi Avodimus, the main study of Rabbi Avodimus is in Demini. As Alpiteira is the Aniim as I didn't enter to him. Alpiteira, those poor people that are closer to him. Even just the fact that you live in the same city. Have a preference uh, towards those poor who live further away from him. This is Rabbi Avadimus' study. This is what he learned. And this is what he had a gishmak in. And in him it says that whoever is closer to you. Has a din kdima gets the gets gets priority. He's the fishy tossing movement the great sechidus vini b'nitinan. So now, according to Rabbi Averdimus, we understand the incredible uh, 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 change that that we're, that we're doing over here. As neisim lekachikha peyalani karoi my little love kilu bana b'smigus vehikriv. That if a person gives lekachikha and peya, it's as if he gave the, he brought he built the base of mikdash. But um diyan agiv as mansek but lekachikha peya. This conduct that is expected. For the person, as on need maktims and dibs and crave me love, to not give first to those who are closer to him, or those that are related to him, or even those who live in the same city as him, far under before others, is is against the nature that Taylor teaches us a person should have. Taylor teaches us that a person should give and 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 to his him even before that. And this is Rabbi Averdimus's passion. This is what he had to get shmakin. So comes says that if a person breaks that. And gives to the Oni, not his favorite Oni, and not his close Oni, and not the Oni of his city. He gives it Bishlemus Mamish. That is an incredible feat. And therefore, it's Kilobanabesamikdash, Vihikar Kabanas And with this, we have answered all of the questions that we had in the beginning of the Sikha. See if Yudbez is gonna is gonna point out in Yani Mufloy Madaracha Allah that the way Rashi explains this 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 Posik. Especially together with the words la'ani v'lager tazev oisam, 
actually brings out a machloikis in halacha between Rashi and Rambam. We find something incredible in Allah. That Peya and Leket and Shikha is considered a love that is interconnected with the mitzvah. If a person cut down the entire field, including the Peya, he didn't leave, he did not leave any part of the corner of the field connected, uncut, unharvested. He's like, he takes a little bit of what he cut. And he has to give it to the poor. Because giving to the poor is a mitzvah. So he says like this. There is a mitzvah. So if a person did not do. He cut it all down. He still has to do the. That's the Ramam's opinion. But according to Rashi. That we said. Is not a mitzvah. To give it to the honey, but it's a, it's an instruction to let them take it by themselves. Kumtois, this would bring out as this is need kein lav anitik lasei. That this is not a lav that's connected to an asei. Their pasuk laani v'gaimah the tazev eisam is need kein ayachi of mitzvah. It's not a new mitzvah. A mitzvah asei velch is menatik dem lav durch noisnei which connects. Or menatik could mean which undoes the lav through giving it gemen das laani. The Laani will get Taz of Asim, a state of Paskadashim, is Mittair, the Mephen Kima Lav. Laani will get Taz of Asim, the first one, is describing how you fulfill the Lav. You shouldn't cut down the, the, the corner of the field. By leaving it to the Oni. The second Taz is also describing. The mitzvah that there shouldn't be any hanah in it, including the hanah of giving it. So Rashi has a different explanation. Lo nivla gertaz ve'isim. It's not a mitzvah I say to give. It's a description of how to do leisachala pasotcha. The first time, it, the basic description to leave it for the ani, and the second time to not have hanah from it by giving it. Besignu nacher. Let's say the same thing, but in other words, hanesina lo ani vla ger ba leket upeya. The fact that you're leaving it for the honey of the Gera and you're not giving it to them, they're taking it themselves, and he has no enjoyment from giving it. It's not a supplemental uh, detail that that if you didn't do then you should do it's the definition of the mitzvah. Not only that you have to take it from your field, also by giving it to the honey properly. It's part of the mitzvah. The, how you describe the mitzvah, that is the entire mitzvah. So the Rambam holds that it's two, two separate mitzvahs. A mitzvah and a mitzvah And therefore it's a mitzvah and but according to the according to Rashi, it's not a separate mitzvah. Uh, uh, it is part of the very same mitzvah. How do I do this mitzvah? By giving it to the leaving it for the for the gear and not being involved in the giving it so that way, that way there's not enough for the giver. But in Sifyud Gimel, we're going to end the Sicha with a Hira. For them, we take a hira, a lesson, a very powerful 
beautiful, short and sweet lesson. How important it is that when we do a mitzvah, even a minor mitzvah, a mitzvah that you could fulfill with one stalk of wheat. So it should be done truthfully, in a genuine way, without any motives and without any personal benefit. So number one, when you do the mitzvah, in the positive, when you do the mitzvah, it should be done genuinely without any ulterior or personal motives. How important it is, the iskafia, the, the person breaking themselves, coercing themselves to do something that's against their nature. The fact that he forces the Yitzhar. The, 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 the Gemara says that from the fact that it says, if you have two donkeys that are both struggling, one is your friend's donkey and one is your enemy's donkey, it's a greater mitzvah to help your enemy's donkey because you're breaking your Yitzhar. You're going against Yitzhar because Yitzhar wants to help your friend, not your enemy. So even though the mitzvah is by everyone, the Torah says, say nachat to tell you that it's a bigger mitzvah to help your sinah. Why? Because that goes against the Yitzhahara. If I say feel, as davke mitzah demo says, mekayim di mitzvah from laket heipich v'yastraktus mitzateh v'alpiteh. And because of that, when he does this mitzvah against the way Torah teaches you in the nature should be, where ani yircha kaidman. As we talk at stam gitah ani makraven free, regular sucker you give to your own, to close poor people first. Mitzad dem dafke, because he's going against his nature, myelin love, a nature that Torah says should be his nature. Myelin love akasuf, myelin love kilo banabes mikdash, vikulav karbanes mosechet, that. That, that makes it considered as if he built a base of Mikdash and brought Karbanis. And the bracha at the end, when a person is involved in changing his, his, his midas of his nature and changing the, the nature, the, the, the natureness of his midas, which is a whole different discussion in these two, what, what, what's the difference in these, in these two expressions, but either way, the idea is to break the nature. Verit von Mailen alav ki'ilu, it becomes, instead of it's, it's considered as if he built the Mesa Mikdash, it becomes in reality that the actual building, when a person does a mitzvah, and he does it not just to do the mitzvah right, but he does it in a way that breaks his nature, then this brings the actual building of Mikdash, we're able to do everything as the Avishar commanded us, in the